Today is Thursday, May 18th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. Yesterday, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed four bills into law aimed at restricting LGBTQ rights in various ways. The first of the measures will expand the state's so-called Don't Say Gay law to prohibit sexual orientation or gender identity instruction through 12th grade. And it will require schools to teach the definition of a person's sex as determined by biology and reproductive function at birth, and that they are binary, stable, and unchangeable. It will also bar schools from requiring students or employees to refer to each other using pronouns that do not align with their assigned sex at birth. And it will prohibit trans school employees from sharing their pronouns with students. The second new bill will ban transition-related care for minors and will grant the state of Florida temporary custody of children whose parents provide them with gender-affirming care. I could not think of a worse punishment than that. And healthcare providers who violate the law could face a felony punishable by up to five years in prison. The final two laws that DeSantis signed yesterday act to bar trans people from using public facilities that align with their gender identities and to restrict adult performances in front of minors. And by that, they mean drag shows. But yesterday wasn't all victories for Meatball Ron. Democrats on the House Judiciary Committee called for an investigation into DeSantis's handling of the state's law enforcement agency, alleging that he used Florida's Department of Law Enforcement to intimidate voters to, quote, act in furtherance of his political agenda. This pertains to a law that DeSantis signed in April 2022 that created an agency within his administration to investigate voter fraud, which led to the arrest of 20 people who unintentionally voted illegally, following a change to Florida's laws that newly allowed people with felony offenses to vote. The House of Representatives claims jurisdiction over this Florida department as it receives over $54 million in federal funding, comprising at least 14% of its annual budget and therefore, the committee has a responsibility to ensure that they are not using federal dollars for improper and unconstitutional ends. For their next investigation, I would recommend they look into where the hell Ron DeSantis learned how to laugh. As was expected earlier this week, the North Carolina state legislature was able to override Democratic Governor Roy Cooper's veto of its new 12-week abortion ban. This means that the window for illegal abortion in North Carolina has now narrowed from 20 weeks to 12, with exceptions for rape, incest, fatal fetal abnormalities, and to save the life of the mother. Major provisions of the bill will go into effect on July 1st, and if someone is seeking an abortion prior to 12 weeks, they will be required to have an in-person consultation with a doctor at least 72 hours before the procedure. So thank you again to Representative Trisha Cotham for this one. And thank you again to Donald Trump, who, as the frontrunner for the 2024 presidential nomination for the Republican Party, has decided to remind all of us yesterday, on his little Truth Social account, that he is personally responsible for killing Roe v. Wade. He added, quote, Without me, there would be no six weeks, 10 weeks, 15 weeks, or whatever is finally agreed to. Without me, the pro-life movement would have just kept losing. Now there's a statement that is begging to be put on a billboard. The resolution in Congress to expel George Santos has unfortunately been sidelined before it even had a chance to play. Republicans successfully sidestepped the Democrats' attempt to force them into a vote to expel their colleague by voting to refer the resolution to the House Ethics Committee, which is sort of like a trap door that they can walk through to avoid voting on it. 
I don't know, Congress is weird. Santos himself actually got to take part in the vote to not vote to expel him, with Republican leaders saying that Santos deserves to have his day in court before Congress weighs in. By the way, does anyone remember Katie Hill? For some weird reason, she just popped into my head right then. And finally for today, we have news of a significant electoral upset in the race for the mayor of Jacksonville, Florida, a seat that has only been held by a Democrat once in the past 30 years. Donna Deegan is the first woman to hold the job of running Florida's most populous city, after she won 52% of the vote in the runoff election on Tuesday. Notably, Ron DeSantis endorsed Deegan's Republican opponent, and this loss was one of just two candidates he endorsed who suffered defeats on Tuesday with the other being Kelly Kraft in the Republican primary for Kentucky's governor. It's okay, Ron. Go home and eat some pudding using the pens that you signed those four hateful pieces of legislation with this morning. I'm sure that'll make it better. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements brought to you by Betches Media. If you have a moment and you are liking the show, please let me know with a review on Apple Podcasts and or a rating on Spotify. And as always, until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.